The FinTech 5 podcast is sponsored by NTT Data Services. NTT Data Services, a global business and IT innovator, partners with clients to navigate and simplify the modern complexities of business and technology, delivering the insight, solutions, and outcomes that matter most. Basically, they get stuff done. Learn more at nttdataservices.com. Steve Wozniak said, wherever smart people work, doors are unlocked. Well, the fintech industry is brimming with smart people, idealists, dreamers, movers and shakers who are unlocking the doors to new possibilities in the financial world. This is the Fintech Five. This is Jason Hendricks, and welcome back to the Fintech Five. Joined today by Jake Tyler, co-founder and CEO of Fin.ai. Welcome to the show, Jake. Great to be here, Jason. Thanks for having me. And show one, you know, looking at your background, not a lot of depth in financial services, a huge amount and really interesting background doing research and uh, doing a lot of work on the private equity side. What made you decide going into a regulated, slow-moving industry like financial services and selling to banks? What made you think that was a good idea? I think I think people who are not from financial services make good founders in the financial services space because we're so naive about Ignorance some of the challenges. Bliss. Exactly. So I was, you know, I thought, wow, this whole money business has really not um, kept pace. The ability to share money and the digital experience around money. Um, has really not kept pace with what I was seeing in the in the consumer space. Things like sharing photos is really easy. We were initially a consumer company. A lot of what we did was around sharing money. And so I thought, you know, I can do that better. I can scratch this itch for myself and was very naive about, you know, some of the challenges involved there. So I've been doing that for about four years now. And I, I was going to say, four years right. in, you're now a grizzled veteran. <laughs> yeah. What was the biggest surprise where you just said, you know what, it, this shouldn't be that hard? Uh, I think I'm constantly surprised on uh, on that side of things. Uh, when you kind of scratch below the surface and you realize what's happening behind a bank in terms of the architecture and um, an and infrastructure layer and, you know, how old a lot of that technology is, I think you're, then you start to appreciate why the, exp- the experience layer is taken, is so slow versus what you see in other parts of the world. Um, uh, so uh, that was a big surprise for me is kind of scratching below the surface there. Yeah, it's interesting when you get below that surface and you realize, oh, wow, so much has gone into this over the years to actually make the thing work. And it works well, right? It moves millions and billions of dollars around on a daily basis. And it's a little bit like saying, hey, let's go rebuild the New York subway system. But by the way, millions of people still need to commute on it you yeah. know, every single day. How are you going to go do that? But, so that, and I think that's, like, that's the competitive advantage, ultimately, that non-banking founders have. You know, when I went, you know, we're, so we're based in Vancouver, not Toronto. Um, when we go to Toronto initially and told people what we were doing, they were like, this is a terrible idea. Uh, it's never going to work for these reasons. And they were, you know, they were probably right. Um, but we didn't listen to them and, uh, and just kind of persisted. And I, so I think there's being naive is, is an advantage sometimes. Yeah. Well, you've turned that naivete into something that's, you know, working very well. What is it like to work with banks? Uh, I, well, I, very challenging. And then at the same time, you know, big opportunity and very rewarding. So banks have a lot of challenges around legacy infrastructure, around being big, large companies that are you know, a little bit slow to move. Um, I think there's a really strong collaboration opportunity uh, and synergy with people like us and what we bring to the table. Um, 
not necessarily always the easiest partnerships to forge. Um, there's certainly, um, you know, uh, there they take a while to build those relationships. Um, but you do have a lot of people at banks who are frustrated with the same things, are very interested in changing. I think banking's going through this big transformation phase at the moment, and so there's a, there's a lot of exciting stuff we can do and opportunity there. So not every fintech startup is able to successfully partner. What do you think prepared you to be able to build a successful partnership with an incumbent financial institution? I think you um, you have to appreciate that you're selling into an incumbent blue chip organization. You're not a startup wearing a branded t-shirt, wandering around in flip-flops. So you have to act, be, be and act like a bank. Our founding team is relatively mature. My co-founder ran a large a portfolio of funds for the global fund, so you know, which is associated with the UN. So we come from a background of larger corporates, and I think that's important. We have senior bankers in our team um, as well. So I think you need to be grown up in, in how you approach it, and you have to be very collaborative in, in our approach and appreciate that um, there's lots of other stuff going on at the bank, not just your piece. So you're fitting into a puzzle there. I mean, that's really refreshing to hear. So often, you know, it can be met by the brash startup coming in with their flip-flops and hoodies and the branded t-shirt. They don't respect just how complex that business is and everything else that they're dealing with. Yeah. E.g., we actually have customers and need to continue to move forward. All right, three rapid-fire questions, one-sentence answers. What is the most overhyped part of fintech today? I think that could be fintech disruption. I think we'll see that come more from large incumbent tech companies than smaller companies nipping away at fintechs, um, partly because I think the collaboration opportunity is much bigger. So I would bet banks are going to collaborate with fintech startups rather than be disruptive by them. Makes sense. And what is the most underrated part of fintech today? I would still say that collaboration opportunity there. We're only just scratching the surface on that one. All right. So biggest pet peeve, and you can't say collaboration. Biggest pet peeve is banks uh, not doing something or getting pushed up to the security risk or privacy person as your first entry point into the bank. You know, that's that's not the first conversation. That's uh, that's a later conversation. A later conversation, one that all too often can be the business prevention department. Yeah, that's right. That that team is designed to say no. They should, you know, good conversation, important conversation, not the first conversation. Yeah, it should not be the first conversation. Thank you, Jake Tyler. CEO and co-founder of Fin.ai. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.